Welcome to A Court of Swish and Flick, A Court of Thorns and Roses podcast. To the people who look at the stars and wish, we welcome you to episode 44 of A Court of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by Lauren Drews. Thanks, Lauren. Thanks, Lauren. Today, we will be discussing Chapter 4 of A Court of Mist and Fury. Make sure to follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends, because if you like us, then they may too. We are explicit, so this should be adults only, because these books are definitely um, R-rated. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Court of Swish and Flick. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash a court of swish and flick. Supporting our podcast keeps us going and gives you access to our exclusive Facebook group and Discord channel, as well as live recordings once a month. Our episodes come out early for patrons posted to Patreon before everyone else gets it. Thank you all so much for your support. If you have any questions or concerns, you can always send those to our email, which is a court of swish and flick at gmail.com. Yes. I type this in the next doc, okay. but it won't let me type it in this doc because the internet's being weird. But okay. um, we'll be doing this just for a couple episodes. Just a reminder that we are going to be spoiler of the entire Moss verse. Mm-hmm. So of what we can remember. Oh yeah, what we remember. <laughs> right. Like, well, it might just come up, you know, and like we're not. Go- it's just going to come up in conversation. So, Akatar, Throne of Glass, Crescent City, all those series. If you haven't read them mm-hmm. and you don't want spoilers. You've been warned. Yeah. And also, as we get closer to the release of um, Fire and... No. Flame. Flame, Flame and, Shadow. and Shadow. Yeah. Fire nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, We'll be talking more about that and, like, speculating and and who's it's and what's it's and whatnots. You yes. know? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Where we left off is a very sad note. It is. I know. <laughs> Quote, the vastness of my now unending existence. Good Lord. The vastness of my now unending existence yawned open before me. I let it swallow me whole. There's a sad tweet slash X. This. These are sad X. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember reading this the first time and then like again reading it because the the use of yawned. Mm. I've never seen that before except in like these books mm. and it's just a really interesting description like I know exactly what she's talking about but like yeah. it's not something you see often no yeah. I like it same are we ready I did my notes similar to May yeah, yeah. it's probably not gonna go well <laughs> I was nervous because I opened up this doc earlier and I was like Tiff doesn't have notes I was like she must have done them in the book there's no never way never happened in the history <laughs> of me do you think it's not gonna go good no i think there's too many words on the page and i think i'm gonna fumble but we'll see how it goes okay. we believe in you thank you i think you're gonna do great all right well i did my notes by the pool and it was very pleasant nice yes but my my book got bent you know it also james also loved. spilled on it <laughs> it's loved yes <laughs> Sarah was like, I'm really sorry, but James spilled on it. And there was like orange post-it notes that I was using. So one of the pages is orange from the post-it note. I'm like, it's fine. Nice. It's going to be a loved book. Anywho, 
All right. So it's a few days before the wedding and they have like guests that are arriving. And I find part of the sentence very interesting. So Farisa thinks, I'd never be high lady, never be Tamlin's equal in responsibility and power. And she and also she's grateful, grateful for that. For and I was like, mm, would you want to be a high lady in the night court? <laughs> I think that that honestly is just like so telling to the two men in this situation. Yeah. Because like how Tamlin treats her, she can never envision herself being on the same level as him because he never allows it. She also doesn't. Yeah. I think it's in my chapter. She talks about like not feeling worthy of him. Mm. Yes. Same deal. Yeah. But Reese immediately She's from so the get go always treats her like she's yeah. on the same level as him and yeah. that's why like the possibility of her being high lady with him seems feasible mm-hmm. it's Ugh. just yeah yeah and i like this next part a small forgotten part of me roared and screamed at that mm-hmm. and i just think that that's interesting like there's a it's a there's a couple sentences actually in this chapter where some inner part of her is like violently trying to not let this happen. And I just wonder, like, is do you think that that has anything to do with them not being mates or the mother or fate or like the cauldron knows that they are not, they shouldn't be together? Probably. I think her own self knows they're not supposed to be together. You think it just could be her? Yeah. Mm, I like that, too. I wonder if it's partially, too, because, like, she has met Resand. Mm. So, like, even though she may not understand that pool or that yeah, connection, yeah. Mm-hmm. it could be, like, deep within her that, like, deep down she feels it, but she's not understanding what that is yet. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um. So she's looking forward to the wedding, but she's basically just looking forward to it because it's going to finally be over. Which is that sad. sounds like a wonderful time. Sounds like you shouldn't be doing it. You know, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I understand the stress of wedding planning, but mm-hmm. like, I was never yearning for the day to be over. No, like you yearn for the day. Right, you're looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Because you have all of these things that you have decided and you like, mm-hmm. and she doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. No, huh? Mm-hmm. You're right. She no, she has almost none of that, um, and doesn't care to. Yeah. Right? The only thing she cared about was no red, which is um, a red flag, I would think. <laughs> Literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and she's really excited. <laughs> she thinks that once like the wedding is over she's not gonna have to talk to people for maybe a week or a month <laughs> or a year yeah right sad. so tamlin's like you know having a ball he's introducing her to people in the court um and he's happy to give them something to celebrate which i mean they deserve it. They deserve something to celebrate. Sure. Sure, yeah. And, you know, as much as we don't care for him, he does too. You know, he's got trauma and, and whatnot. And she's, the whole time that this is going on, she's like clinging to Ianthe for support when she, I mean, theoretically should be clinging 
to Tamlin. Right. Right. But I hate Ianthe so much. <laughs> I talk about it later, but this she's very confusing for me. Because I know what she is and who she is and mm-hmm. how her story ends. But she gives like a little bit of hope in these moments and she does do things to support Feyre. It's weird. Well, I mean, yeah. we'll, get, when, we'll get to it. While also like bat- backhandedly doing things purely red. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So there's a bunch of people that are like packing into what... Favorite calls like the Great Hall, and I just thought that that was interesting because Harry mm. Potter. <laughs> I like mm. what Kristen said in the chat. Yeah, she's almost trying to use Ianthe as a proxy for the wedding planning experience. She's so depressed and tired and doesn't have the energy, and is relieved to have someone else make the decisions and take care of it. And she's confusing that with be being taken care of. Mm. Yeah. Which is valid because when whenever you feel like you're being taken care of, it does it could it can create this sense of like or want. Mm-hmm. But the way that Ianthe is doing it is um, questionable. And the yeah. worst part is, like Samantha said, she's only doing it for her own interest because for she's sure. trying to learn about Favor's family so she can feed it to Highburn. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. I only know about that. I remembered about it because I looked something up today. <laughs> oh. um, what a bitch. It's, uh, it also is very telling of Favor's relationship with Tamlin because, you know, she, doesn't she think that she would have fallen in love with about anyone who take, who took care of her? Feyre? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, like, it's the same thing, just not a romantic relationship. Yeah, totally. Um, It's something she's craved for so long, mm-hmm. so she'll take it in any form she can get. Yeah. So she's in the Great Hall with all these people, Tamlin's friends. Um, She's not talking to them. They're, like, staring at her or they can't hold conversation because she can't converse. Everything stalls after about three minutes and they only basically want to talk to her about hunting, which is triggering for her. And she's definitely not herself. And... And Anthony's like, maybe you should go to bed. And she's like, no, I probably have to stay down here. But Ianthe then asks her if she's ready for tomorrow and if there's anything that she can do for her. And then Feyre thinks about her, uh, what she's wearing. And Ianthe picked it out for her. She's wearing a spring court green dress, according to Ianthe. Um, and Alice was probably not really like into it because she's unnervingly silent while Ianthe is like dressing her and stuff. I don't think that she likes uh, Ianthe very much. Oh, Alice. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ianthe's putting her in things that like Aren't Alice her. knows. Yeah. Favorite doesn't like. Yeah. 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 Oh man. And then she's thinking, she- Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Alice could also be thinking, like, that was my job. Yeah. And now you're doing it. Mm -hmm. And you're not doing it very good. Yeah. And I think that Alice genuinely cares about Feyre. Yeah. 
So, Favor goes on to think, what am I going to do once this is over? Ianthe's going to be gone. She thinks that she's pathetic and she, like, maybe maybe I'll ask her to permanently stay. Even having her live at the temple, like, feels, like, way too far. But, you know, she's got a GTFO. And then she just goes on to think about how Ianthe has related to, like, different people that she's met. She's used to people kissing her rings, asking her for prayers for themselves or their families or their lovers. And Ianthe just does this all very nicely. And I wonder if she's thinking about that even more so because she's thrown in these social situations and she just can't hang. Yeah. And people are, like, fawning all over Ianthe and she doesn't, like, bat an eye. Mm. She's on the nighttime hunt right now. For some oh, companionship. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's flirting. And there's two males. Is there a three-way going to happen? I just want to know. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> SJM said she was going to give us one. And then she didn't. She should. She at should. some point. Is all I'm saying. She I would happily read that. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much fan art around the one that people really wanted. Yeah. I don't think Cassian can hang, though. Mm. Mm -mm. Jelly belly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think he'd lose his mind. All right. So, (laughs) Ianthe's like, hey, this is Lady Feyre, savior of Prithian. And I got to think that Feyre's like, oh, my God. I hate that. Please don't. Like, can we stop talking about it? Because that's all anybody ever, like, thinks and sees of her right now. And right. also, like, when she thinks of that, she doesn't necessarily think of positive things with it. No, right? she like, murdered people. still very much yeah. triggered by her trauma. Yeah. Yeah. And also, Ianthe, I'm sure, knows that. Actually, she does know that because the one thing they were asked for was no red in the wedding. Mm-hmm. What bitch. a bitch. Jinx, oh, you owe j- me a Coke. I try to jinx you myself. Without being connected to the jinx. Anyways, so they're like, yeah, we know who she is. We were under the mountain with you. And she, she's like, cool. <laughs> she's right. Really like, <laughs> um, but they're like, oh, congratulations on tomorrow. It's like a fitting ending. And like kind of this is a happy ending. And Favor thinks a fitting end, in, end would have been me in a grave burning it in hell. Hmm. Girls hurting, man. I can't wait to, like, if there's any explanation coming our way or connection to Prithians calling things hell and Crescent City's hell. Mm -hmm. Because they're obviously spelled differently. Um, And I just wonder. I wonder wonder if we'll get any any of that. Because, like, burning in hell means, like, kind of like the christian version of hell you know yeah but in crescent city that's not the case yeah the cauldron has blessed all of us with such a union oh gross (laughs) (laughs) so one of this guy's names is braun and the other one is heart and i hate it (laughs) 
every time I see Braun, I just think of LeBron. Oh, Bronny. Did you know that he was in Cleveland recently? I think he was at Il Rioni. Yes, that's the picture that I saw. He was at Il Rioni. Yeah. And then he like posted a story or something of him just like driving through Bath. That's cool. Just like jamming the music. And he was like, it feels so good to be home. I love Il Rioni pizza so much. It's good. I've only been there once. The Ronies are. Mm. Fantastic. At Il Rioni. I just find it hilarious that Mm. like an Italian pizza place is owned by Irish people. (laughs) I think Brian's Italian. Is he? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. They make good pizza. He's from New York. (laughs) So they know what's up. It is Uh, good. Okay. Basically, everything that they're always saying and talking about reminds her and is about what happened under the mountain. And she's constantly being triggered and reminded of this. But like, okay. So he wasn't there, right? No. Okay, I didn't think so. So they're talking about the trial with the the verm. And Faber's like clearly uncomfortable. And Ianthe picks up on this and and it says, quote, Oh, it sounded terrible, Ianthe said, stepping closer to me as she noted I was no longer wearing that bland smile. So she's like freaking out. She put a hand on my arm. Such bravery is awe-inspiring. So, like, that's a nice thing, right? Yeah. Right? Like, I can't trust anything she does because I know there's always an undertone of something for her. Well, she's she doesn't want Feyre to drop the facade. That is her concern. Her concern isn't mm. Feyre's feelings. Okay. Her concern is Feyre's dropping the facade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need her to pick it back up again. Okay. So, like, sometimes it seems friendly, but it's ulterior motive friendly. Always. Okay. Yes. Understood. Oh, uh, yeah. That's how I took it, at least. Yeah. yeah. And then Hart's like, let's go hunting together. And Fair's thinking, Tamlin would never <laughs> let me do anything like that. And she doesn't also even let her would hunt never. by herself. Well, when point. she went, she thinks about, like, Two days ago, she went on a hunt, like, with everybody and their mother, and the mother, rather, but she'd never even drawn one of her arrows. Like, she can't. She just physically can't right now. And then Bronze, like, have you heard from the High Lord at all? Wrong thing to say. What like, a thing to bring up. Just, just like, he, like, sees her tattoo and is like, oh, let me just casually ask this. Freaking none of your beeswax. I also find it really hilarious that they're under the mountain seeing all the things that Reese is doing, like freaking melting people's minds. And they have the balls to say he's probably running scared now that Tamlin's got his powers back. Really? No. No. (laughs) Really? Like, honestly, that's unbelievable. If you were there and you saw the things that Reese was doing with his powers diminished. Well, everyone, isn't it common knowledge that Reese is the most powerful High Lord? Yes. Yeah. Like, that's why why would Tamlin ever scare him? Because their names are Brawn and Hart. Okay. They don't know shit. What do you mean? A little laugh. Uh, It's just so funny to me. Like, you think that he's that powerful? No. 
And so she's like, he can't even don't control know. his little claw paws. Right. Claw- right. Sorry. Keep those claws in your paws. These claws in these paws. <laughs> then you don't know Resand very well at all. And Hart's just like blinking like a doofus. And he's like, well, we'll take care of him if need be. Okay. <laughs> what? Of Resand? Resand yeah. would crush you. With his purr minds. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Um, and so she's like holding his gaze and she's not bothering to soften her expression. And this is cool because it feels very much like she's protecting Reese. Yeah. Because she's like, mm-hmm. no, you're trash. And I'm going to let you know it. Oh, man. And so the next thing is I Anthe says the high priestesses are taking care of it we will not allow our savior to be treated so ill what the fuck does she think they're doing another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I- <laughs> and so Favor's like, is that why Tamlin called Ianthe like out here to make an alliance so they can be more powerful because the Supreme Court, obviously, obviously a ton of the courts are just like wrecked. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he needs more power on his side. I'll, like, what power does she have, though? Samantha, I like what she said. She's like, Tamlin's all about propaganda. Everything he does is to maintain some sort of appearance. Make it makes it even more ironic that Amaranthus curse was about appearance in a way. Just to think like, you know, I am these in the picture for a purpose. Like everything that he does has a reason behind it for his appearance it's just like an interesting take yeah Mm. like i've got these priests this priestess here you would never like interrupt that right right oh my god even if it's all bullshit right and so this makes her chest tighten she's like i'm going up tell tamlin i'll see him tomorrow like you're not going to say good night to your betrothed on the night before your wedding even though like obviously like did you guys sleep in different rooms the night before yeah. Yeah. Okay. We actually, Meg stayed at the I was like, where were you guys? I stayed at the hotel and you stayed at Russ's house. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Marty stayed here and I stayed at his parents and I slept in the same bed as my mom. Oh, that's cute. It was awesome. Chrissy stayed with you, right? Yeah. I was going to say, and I think my sister stayed with my parents and then Andy stayed with, like, at the place that they were living. So, like, Everybody still does that, right? That's still a tradition, right? I think. I think. Yeah. I don't really know why, but it, we it's did it. It's just fun. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of fun because like you get extra excited to see that person. Okay. So Mia didn't. I mean, <laughs> so it's fine. Like, you don't have to. It's like, you know, it's all up to the couple. Yeah. yeah. So I just didn't know if people were like still still doing that. Anywho. We did like a first look. I yeah. would say goodnight. Like, geez yeah. Louise. Right. Gosh. <laughs> So, Ianthe kisses her cheek. She's like, I'm at your disposal, lady. And she 
fuck you yeah honestly <laughs> and she's like i'm not gonna tell you if i need anything because i need everything <laughs> and so tamlin's over there he's giggling life of the party and she thinks about how he'd introduced her to his friends but she had immediately forgotten their names and she had never tried to learn them again because she doesn't care to she doesn't have the energy to and she left before he could spot me i left before he could spot me she's hiding yeah she is absolutely hiding from him and she's alone in her bedroom when she thinks um that she can't remember the last time that she truly laughed it's just so sad Mm. it's so sad yeah yeah you should not be hiding from you know the love of your life the night before you're supposed to be married she has a dream about being under the mountain i had a dream once (laughs) (laughs) and there's no she thinks that as the spikes are descending in her dream that there's no one coming to save her from this horrible death and i was like marriage to tamla it hurt it hurt and be slow i'd cry i might even cry for my mother who had never cared for me anyway i might beg her to save me do you think that Reese saw me that dream? Do you think he ever saw any of her dreams? Maybe. He I did. mean, he's, he saw he her puking. Because sometimes she was puking. Sometimes he would go into her thoughts because he didn't know if it was a nightmare or an actual something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she wakes up and she's like, I'm this. This wasn't real. Where I'm at is real. So she has to like keep coaching herself through that. And she thinks about the conversation that she had earlier with Braun and how um Braun. What? Is this a funny name? <laughs> the, the thing with uh, the Mitten Guard Worm was like a sporting match to him. And I was like, it was. Mm-hmm. It was to them, especially at that time, because, you know, she's this human. She's not going to survive this. We might as well make it a game. Right. Right. But they only got serious about her at the end. When they thought maybe there was a real chance that they that it was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. It just makes me so sad that she had to, like, do that by herself. Yep. Yep. She's a strong lady. Mm-hmm. She is, but she shouldn't have to be in this moment, you know? Agreed. Mm-hmm. She thinks of herself as their savior and jester. Yep. So she opens the window, she pushes it wide, and she clears the view for herself so she is able to see the star-flecked darkness. Hey. Mad court. You and know it- that. Like, the <laughs> fact that that is what grounded her mm-hmm. is important. Yeah. Yeah. So in a few hours, she's going to be married. Time passes, and she thinks, I really, truly hated my wedding gown. Red flag. Red flag. I can't imagine not feeling my best on my wedding day. It sounds itchy. Yeah. Tool, chiffon, gossamer. Unlike the loose gowns I usually wore, the bodice was fitted in the neckline curve to plump her chest piece. And there's a lot of skirts. Ugh. It sounds disgusting. And I feel like the air in the spring court is like that sticky spring air. Like mm-hmm. Florida. Hate it. <laughs> mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, but Florida is has the Mickey Mouse. Court, Florida? <laughs> uh, it might be. I don't know if it's that uh, bad. Uh, <laughs> <maybe>. <laughs> oh, so man. it's time, right? It's wedding day. Her hair is curled up, half up, half down, intertwined with pearls and jewels. And she s- thinks the cauldron and the cauldron knew what. But I feel like it's funny. Um, she's so fey now using that terminology. So fey. So fey. It's like saying so fetch. It is. So fey. <laughs> 300 people are invited. It's in the Von largest bomb. courtyard. She knows nobody. Not a soul. Um, she thinks how she's like got to endure their stares and she's not okay with that. Did we talk about like why Tamlin wouldn't have even thought to offer bringing her family in for the wedding? Mm-hmm. No, the only one, the only person she talks to it about that we see is Ianthe. Mm-hmm. And she says she doesn't want them to come, I think, right? Yeah. She said Nessa doesn't really like your kind our kind yeah our kind yeah. we've talked about this so ianthe would sanction and bless our union right before sundown as a representative of all 12 high priestesses she'd hinted that they'd push to be present but through whatever cunning she'd managed to keep all the other 11 away either to claim the attention for herself or spare me from being hounded by the pack of them i couldn't tell perhaps both it's probably both but it's probably because of Resand and the Night Court. Because they don't want anybody else coming. She's got elbow length silk gloves to hide her tats. Alice is like, don't be nervous. She says, I'm not. I hate like a liar. long gloves like that. I'm not a fan. I know that's just a personal preference, but like on top of the dress... Mm-mm. It is no bueno for you. Mm-mm. Mm. She's fidgety. Alice tells her she looks beautiful. She's like, thanks. And Alice <laughs> thanks. says, you sound like you're going to your funeral. And I said, isn't she? Right. So she plasters a grin on her face. And Alice is like, it's going to be over before you know it. Pretty much. She doesn't say that. But she thinks... I haven't been in front of this many people since, like, my last trial under the mountain. Vomit. That's triggering. You should have done just done something small like you should just with Bruce. Anyways. <laughs> um, Alice has to cough to remind her to start walking down the aisle. Light a fire, Farah. And there's Tim Tamlin. The breath is knocked out of her. It was an effort to keep going down the stairs, to keep my knees from buckling. He was resplendent in a tunic of green and gold, a crown of burnished laurel leaves gleaming on his head. Douche. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. He'd loosened the grip on his glamour, letting that immortal light and beauty shine through for me. Why is he still glamouring stuff? I wondered the same thing. protect her. I don't know. That's some bullshit. This is going to be her court, too. No, it's not. It's his. Well. She's only a lady. Not of the high variety. (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know why at this point when you are marrying her, why you feel the need to hide anything. That is a major red flag. Is he hiding stuff on himself, though? Because he's glamoring himself. He's letting it go. So he's looking sexier. I don't understand what's happening. Like, what's that all about? Mm. I don't understand. Anyways. Tailman, you're the worst. So she's looking at him. She's like, my vision narrowed on him, on my high lord. That is, I hate it so much. (laughs) His wide eyes glistening as I stepped onto the soft grass. White rose petals scattered down it. And red ones. It's over now. Like drops of blood amongst the white, red petals that had been sprayed across the path ahead. And so she, like, forces herself to look up at Tamlin. That is literally such a fucking bitch move. I can't even. Pharaoh didn't decide anything for herself for this whole day except one thing. No red. That's it. One thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He was. She thinks that he's so unaware of how broken and dark she is. How unfit she was to be clothed in white when her hands were filthy. Fomoida. He's at fault. For not knowing. For shoving her away that night. That first night. Yes. I don't know. I feel like everybody tries to be like, yes, he has trauma too. Like, yeah, we all go through shit. The problem. But you have to, like, if, if you make excuses like that, you're you're going nowhere with anybody ever. So this, yeah, this is the thing that really bothers me sometimes in certain situations where it's like, my feelings are valid. On, and it's like, yes, of course your feelings are valid. But when you're in a partnership or a friendship or something like that, don't you ever want to take the other person's feelings into account too? Yeah. And like that right there is a red flag for me. It's like, okay, he's doing X, Y, or Z for him, but he's not taking a moment to even consider what she may need. And it may be different from him and they're can be a compromise somewhere yeah i just can't get on board with the selfishness of it like i we all go through stuff yes but at some point you need to take responsibility for your relationships yeah and be there for the person that you say you love Mm -hmm. yeah like you have to think outside yourself and he doesn't never never it's a give and a take you know yeah oh so she's like, every step is too fast, going towards Tamlin. Um, Ianthe is clothed in her dark blue robes. And everybody's like smiling. And she's like, I'm not to be smiled at. I'm not good. I murdered two people. I was a murderer and a liar. And there's just a cluster of the red petals ahead. And she thinks that it's just like the young phase. Um, blood that pooled at her feet. She's about 10 steps away. And she stops. And everybody's watching her exactly like they did when she was, you know, being tortured. Tamlin extends his hand. And he's concerned. His brow's narrow. And her heart is, like, beating like crazy. And she feels like she's going to puke. How does she ever have anything to puke up? I know. Solid question. 
her poor esophagus. Yeah, it's probably always bile. It's prob it's awful, and she's like skin and bones when she goes to night court. I feel mm-hmm. so awful for her. She's gonna have to step over, or she's gonna she feels like she's gonna throw up on the red the red petals. Right, she would have to go over them to get to him. And quote. Between my skin and bones, something thrummed and pounded, rising and pushing, lashing through my blood. Dash. That's what makes me feel like it's the bond. Yeah. And the mother and fate. Yeah. Telling her this is wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah, she, uh, like we could say it's panic attack, anxiety, whatever. But I feel like there's something bigger than that within this series. Because about, yeah. especially about how you can feel the tug and the pull. Yeah. And the tingles. That is. About the bonds, right? That's a thing that we see throughout the whole series. So, like, yeah. for it to not be that at this moment in time would feel weird to yeah. me. It's like the Horcrux, right? It's the bond. <laughs> it's the mating bond. Yeah. So many eyes are on her. The, th- quote, the thing inside me was roiling now my body shaking with building force of it as it hunted for a way out gotta find my man and she thinks forever i'm never gonna get better for the for the rest of my days and tamlin's like Feyre. Feyre. he didn't say darling so (laughs) fuck him yeah and she's like, if I can turn away, they'd start talking. I can't do these last few steps. She feels like she's going to fall apart. She thinks, help me, help me, help me. She begged someone, anyone, begged Lucian standing in the front row, his metal eye fixed on me, begged Ianthe, face serene and patient and lovely within that hood. Save me, please. Save me. Get me out. End this. Tamlin takes a step towards her. And she retreats a step and thinks, no. Uh Tamlin's mouth tightens. People are starting to talk. What a beautiful wedding. (laughs) 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 Um, And she's like, I'm nothing. And she thinks this after Ianthe says, come bride and be joined with your true love. Come bride and let good triumph at last she can't breathe she thinks no no but she doesn't have to say it out loud because thunder cracks (laughs) behind her as if two boulders had been clanked People screamed, falling back. A few vanished outright as darkness erupted. I hope you like this dramatic reading. (laughs) She whirls. And through the night, drifting away like smoke in a wind, I found Rhysand straightening the lapels of his black jacket. Picking off some lint. Hello, favorite darling. He purred. (laughs) (laughs) What up, boo? Oh, I do feel like it's like the resand is the Taylor Swift in the new girl scene. Mm. Have you watched new mm. girl? I love new girl. Yeah. New girl's the bomb. I, but put, all- I put the gif in the discord. Goes, Will you take me away from this madness? <laughs> <laughs> all I can think of every time is I, I think about that moment is whatever. What's the title of that song? 
speak now? No. No, I got in with oh, people ever heard I write sins, not tragedies. Yes, that's right. I couldn't think of the title. And I think of speak now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will point out in the chat that Down people were saying, again, that um, this they end part. Panic attack. No, this end part could just be Feyre oh. knowing that this isn't her true self. Yeah. Which I could see. I want to subscribe to the fact that it's the bond and the mother. I and like it being a combination. No. Let me be a balancing Libra. Well, I mean, Ooh, she, can still, she, can <laughs> s- she can still feel those things and have that moment in the text refer to the bond. Yeah. That Well, why not? They always verbiage. feel it. Like if you, if, right. if you read Silver Flames, like we don't know... Nesta knows about bonds, right? Mm-hmm. She knows about mating bonds, blah, blah, blah. Constantly throughout that book, she's feeling stuff. Mm-hmm. Cassian's feeling stuff. Like, why wouldn't a bond want to revolt about right. something also, it knows isn't their mate? Right. And I also think that saying the bond does not equate to it not being her personally either. Yeah. Because the bond is within her. She is a part of the bond just as much as Resand is a part of the bond. And even though we're saying that verbiage was the bond, that does not mean it was not her too. Right. You know what I mean? I like that. So. Uh, Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Take her away, Reese. I am Take her far away. so excited that he's back in this book. I know that this isn't the moment when, like, she's officially donezo with Tamlin, but, like, it's a good first step. Mm. Know mm-hmm. what I mean? Samantha, can we talk about that for a second? You said, to be fair, the bond has snapped into place for Reese. It hadn't yet for Nesta and Cassian yet until the endish. It hasn't snapped in place for Feyre either, though. Right, and even before it snapped in place for Reese, he still felt something, even when she was human. Yeah, he felt a tug towards her at, I always call it calamari, but (laughs) calamine or whatever it's called. And Yeah. um, I just think that she also feels different types of tugs because of her um, tattoo as well. Yeah. It, yeah, I mean, like... It's like a two-folded kind of deal. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay, where can... Mm-hmm. Friends. Where can people find us, Katie? You find me and Meg on Instagram and TikTok at the Peaches Family. And you can find Tiffany on Instagram and TikTok at TiffSwish underscore Flick. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Thank you, patrons, for joining us in Discord to do this live and thank you all for listening on whatever platform you are we appreciate it so take care and remember only you can decide what breaks you